I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good Sunday to you. This is Rashini along with your host, Dr. David Hilden. And we have a special edition of Healthy Matters today. Our topic, Ask the Dermatologist. So many questions about your skin. Regardless of your age, your skin is your largest organ, and things are always happening with it, sometimes for the good, sometimes not so good. Get your questions in right away. You can call or text us, 651-989-9226. That is so true, Dr. Hilden, that no matter who you are, it's the equalizer. You've got skin. You got that right, Rashini, and um, good morning, everybody. We are indeed going to talk to Dr. Uh, Jenny Liu, who is the chair of the Department of Dermatology at Hennepin Healthcare. These are generally pretty popular shows because, as you say, little kids have skin problems and way older adults have skin problems and everybody in between. And we're also not going to just talk about problems of your skin, but ways to keep your skin healthy as you age ways um, that uh, to get recommendations from um, a skin professional. So Dr. Liu is a perfect person to do that. She's been on the show several times before. She's um, popular on social media, so we'll talk to her about how you can follow her on that um, as well. So that is coming up. I do want to talk to, um, just before we get into the skin topics, and you can go ahead and text and call us at any time, but I do want to tell you that if you are looking for a COVID-19 vaccination, we have them available even the very same day at our neighborhood clinics and our downtown clinic and specialty center. All you got to do, you don't, you don't have to be a patient of Hennepin as, either. All you got to do is go to hennepinhealthcare.vaccine.mychart and, uh, and you'll find it that way. Otherwise, just go to hennepinhealthcare.org and you can always, it'll, you can find the right buttons to click to get you there. But it's a quick and easy way to schedule an appointment you can, and you can come in even that same day. So you're going to, you're going to want to do that. If you haven't got your vaccine, you know, there's new guidance out there from the CDC and it all came out in so such a rapid fashion that things change so quickly. But the key to all of the new guidance is that if you're vaccinated, you have freedom to do just about everything and to do so safely, almost everything. Um, you still have to wear your mask in the hospital. You still have to wear it on an airplane, but you can do just about everything else um, um, without a mask if you're vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, you, then you still need to wear a mask all, all over the place. So if that isn't incentive enough, I don't know what is. So go ahead and get your vaccine done. I was at a, an event yesterday for the Thai New Year, which was actually a month ago, but I went to a uh, uh, Thai t- uh, temple in St. Louis Park at an event that was co-sponsored by Hennepin Healthcare. 
for the Song Rock Festival. I think I said that wrong. But one of the things they had there was a vaccination center for people who were there at the festival. So wherever you can find it, wherever you can get your vaccine, including Hennepin Healthcare, you go ahead and do that. Now is the time to be getting your vaccine. You know, Dr. Hilden, I will have to say, it was an interesting weekend. I mean, even from Friday on, when the governor's order in Minnesota lifted, depending on where you were, I think people didn't know what to do with the masks or no masks. Many of the businesses have taken the signs off their doors, so you would presume they're saying you don't have to wear a mask in their in their store. I mean, it, it's just interesting. And then I walked into Galleria for an appointment on Friday, and I, you know, naturally put a mask on. So I I saw some people were wearing, some weren't, and then was told at the establishment that I went to that because of the city of Edina still having the mask policy, until they get further word from the Galleria, uh, they are asking customers to wear a mask in their store. So it's very inconsistent all over the place. It's already it's down to the city level now. Minneapolis exactly. and St. Paul both require a mask. I, um, yeah, and that that is a, probably not too fortunate. And the other thing that I really don't want is to uh, is to have it so that everyone's looking sideways at your neighbor and say, "Well, what about that person? What about that person? I wonder if he's got it. I wonder if she's doing it. Why isn't she wearing it? Why is he wearing it? You know, the whole thing is a little bit odd. It is okay from a science perspective. The vaccines are so effective that I actually agree with the guidance to to loosen things up from a scientific perspective but from a how do you roll it out perspective it was pretty haphazard it was like wow that that caught everybody off guard it caught every state off guard and i think the governor had a really good plan in the state of minnesota that was well thought out and well laid out but the governor also you know doing his best i think to stick to cdc guidelines and so that's why it was relatively fast but my advice my my real advice is just wear the darn thing if you're out in, if you're out in stores if you're out in restaurants and stores and all that wear your mask and just do that for a little while longer. But I do understand that that can vary city to city, and um, so I just put mine on when I'm outside because I don't want to take any chances. But I bet you by this summer things are going to be pretty normalish. At least they're going to feel more normal, which is a good thing. Yeah, I mean it did feel a little bit bit more mm-hmm. normal. I was at the health yeah. club Friday morning and in some of these establishments. But I think the thing too is that people just are feeling a little more connected to each other, you know, as things progress, whether, you know, it's because there are more vaccinations or some of the mask uh, loosening, all of those things. Well, we are talking about your skin today. Ask the dermatologist, Dr. Jenny Liu will join us when we come back from break. We're already getting texts coming in, some really good questions. So we're going to focus on skin questions today. I'm not sure if we'll have time at the end of the show to get to other topics, but we'll see how it goes. And as always, we promise we'll get to you if you call. We'll do our best to get to you if you text us. The numbers for both, 651-989-9226. We are back on Healthy Matters on this Sunday, May 16th. Rashini Rajkumar and Dr. David Hilden with you. We are talking skin. It's Ask the Dermatologist. The number's 651-989-9226. That will get you our phone or text line. And Dr. Hilden, I know you have our special guest to introduce. 
Indeed, I do. I am going to introduce Dr. Jenny Liu. She is the chair of the Department of Dermatology at Hennepin Healthcare. She specializes in skin care for adults and children. She does cutaneous surgery, and she also has a special interest in dermatologic diseases in patients who are uh, people of color. So if you're a uh, uh, if you have your skin question, this is going to be to pick her brain um, about anything uh, related to your skin. And so with that, welcome back to the show, Dr. Liu. Thank you so much for having me. Really excited to be on today. That's terrific. So, so Dr. Liu, tell us a little bit about, first of all, your practice. You're downtown mostly, and where does the Department of Dermatology practice at Hennepin? Yeah, we are predominantly downtown. That's where we have most of our services, but we also have providers that go out to the Golden Valley Clinic as well as North Loop. And you do all kinds of dermatology, right? Ranging from skin cancer to acne to other medical conditions that affect your skin and cosmetic dermatology, right? Yeah. So, I mean, we, we do the whole gamut from, you know, seeing kids to uh, doing light therapy to doing cosmetics, cutaneous surgery, everything. Yeah. So you also, you do a whole bunch of work online, I understand, and I know that because um, I follow you myself and so do many others. Rashini, maybe you do as well. Yes, I love your Instagram handle, and I want to tell people about it, derm.talk, which, by the way, is also really great. It's a great handle, derm.talk. Follow her on Instagram. You'll be one of, you'll add to her 133,000 followers. Uh, Some really great videos on there. I just love them, Dr. Lou. Thank you. You know, it it was a hobby of mine that actually started back in residency, and um, you know, these days, a lot of people, especially with COVID, um, they look to social media as their primary source of information. And um, my goal on there, as many dermatologists who are also on social media, is just to be a credible source of information. Because often when it comes to skin, I feel like, you know, it's a very much a universal uh, experience, if you will. You know, skincare, we all, you know, want to, you know, learn about it and um in a way, everybody kind of does some sort of skincare. And because of that, there's so much information, often confusing and often um, a lot of misinformation. And so I, um, I started mostly as a hobby during residency. And I think with COVID, it just kind of took off unexpectedly for myself as well. Um, so it's a, it's a good, it's a, it's a fun process. kind of kept me going um, during the harder times of, of COVID when there wasn't really a lot of things to do. Yeah, well, I encourage everybody to check it out. That's derm.talk yeah. um, if you want to follow Dr. Lou on on Instagram. So let's talk about, a, before we go to the listeners, and I know there's already several calls, Jenny, so we got a lot to do, but here, a little bit, first of all, about keeping your skin safe in the sun. I know that is a huge issue. Yeah. Could you give us what we need to know about, about skin in the sun? Yeah, and what a good time because May is uh, Skin Cancer Awareness Month. We know that ultraviolet radiation plays a huge role, probably the biggest risk factor when it co- when it comes to causing skin damage in many regards. Skin damage, you know, with regards to skin cancer, but also 80% of the aging that we see of our skin is related to environmental factors, predominantly ultraviolet radiation. So by far the most important thing, you know, when I get asked, what can I do to make my skin healthier and better is, is wearing sunscreen. And many people associate 
being under in you know outside with sun exposure that's actually i mean yes you definitely get you know more intense uh radiation that way when you are skin when your skin is tanned and and burned and of course tanning is a sign of damage but you know ultraviolet radiation in particular uva comes through cloudy days like today comes through windows and really sunscreen Wearing sunscreen should really be a lifelong habit, just like we brush our teeth every morning. We should be putting on sunscreen every single day. All right, Dr. Lou, we have lots of questions coming in for you. We're going to start with the phone calls, which are ringing off the hook, 651-989-9226. Bert is calling from St. Paul. Good morning, Bert. Good morning. Uh, Doctor, I had um, Mohs surgery two weeks ago on my face. Uh, running down past my nose about two inches and it's red and uh, uh, still a little swollen but I see there's this product called Scar Away Silicone Scar Gel. Would you recommend using that and if so when? Yeah so silicone it's it's one of those products where probably very not a lot of harm to using it. There are some studies that show it can help, especially in the beginning as your skin is healing, to potentially minimize some or help your scar heal a little bit better, minimize the appearance. Of course, you can never take away 100% the appearance of the scar. Um, there's a little bit more better data for its efficacy in minimizing the development of hypertrophic scars, so scars that become a little bit more raised. Uh, But I would say it takes six months to a year for your skin to fully remodel after surgery. And so at this very preliminary stage, the most important thing is just to keep it moist um, keep it healthy so that way it doesn't get infected. And sunscreen is going to be really, really important. By far, I would stress the importance of wearing sunscreen as your scar is healing, more so than using a silicone gel if you really want to minimize um, the appearance of your scar. Um, luckily, though, most of our head and neck areas, uh, because there's more blood flow, often the scars do heal a lot better than other places like, say, our legs. All right, we've got a lot of calls. Let's try to get one more in before we have to go to break. Rod is on the line from Richfield. Hi, Rod. Hi, thank you. Say, I um, am 67 years old, and I was raised on a farm. And back then, there weren't many precautions taken. Um, Mm -hmm. I do have hearing aids now because hearing protection was not known. Uh, Sun, I peeled many, many, many times from sunburn. Um, And uh, now I use sunscreen uh, SPF 50 or more but I'll be going out on a lake in a couple days and wearing sunscreen and I'm concerned um, does water cause you to sunburn more easily and also as time goes by does our atmosphere or some reason cause us to sunburn easier thank you yeah very good question so a couple things to keep in mind is that Nothing is 100% guaranteed. So sunscreen, what we know is that most people don't wear enough and don't reapply uh, often enough. Uh, at best, assuming you're using 
everything under ideal conditions, it gives you maybe 98% of protection. So we should never rely on sunscreen alone to protect against sun damage. Uh, if you're going to be outdoors in a sunny day where there's wind and water and water like snow can reflect um, radiation a little bit more, you want to also wear a broad rim hat, potentially even um, some protective clothing, and try to, if possible, um, seek shade during the most powerful hours where the sun rays are the highest, which is between um, 10, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, and um, also make sure that you're applying enough. And so most people, when they say, I wear sunscreen, but I'm still burning, um, it's probably because you're not applying enough. Remember the SPF that comes in those bottles? Those are done in standard laboratory conditions, assuming you are applying a certain amount onto your skin. For most people, that's about a teaspoon for your face and neck a couple more for each arm and a couple more for each leg. And and you need to be reapplying every one to two hours, especially like say you're swimming, you're running, your sunscreen is you know being rubbed off or sweated off. Uh, and so those are things to keep in mind, reasons to why you may potentially be burning despite the fact that you are wearing sunscreen. All right, lots of great information, lots of questions coming in on the text and phone lines. Again, the number 651-989-9226. We are asking the dermatologist today. She is Dr. Jenny Liu, Hennepin Healthcare's Chief of Dermatology. She and, of course, our host, Dr. Hilden, will take all your questions when we return. We are back on Healthy Matters. Rashini Rajkumar with you along with your host, Dr. David Heldon, and our special guest. Real quickly, a text came in about Dr. Liu's Instagram handle. It is derm, D-E-R-M, dot talk, T-A-L-K. Dr. Hilden, it's really a great Instagram feed. It really is. It's got full of information. And you can also, if you need um, a doctor to care for your skin, the Department of Dermatology at Hennepin Healthcare is where I would go myself. Um, Dr. Liu is joined in her department by Dr. Sarah Hilwa and Dr. Aaron Luxenberg. Um, they are an outstanding group of dermatologists and, and covering everything we're talking about, everything from acne to skin cancer, cosmetic dermatology, and everything in between. If you want to get a hold of one of our dermatologists, if you want to see one of them, you can either go to hennepinhealthcare.org, hennepinhealthcare.org, or you can give us a call at 612-873-6963. That's 612-873-6963. And rather than uh, talking more from me, I would like to go directly back to the listener calls and texts, if we could, Rashini. Yeah, we have so many. All right, Marilyn is on the line from White Bear Lake. Hi, Marilyn. Hi, good morning, doctor. Um, I have been diagnosed with pustular rosacea. But um, I was reading a lot about Demodex, and I, I feel like that's what it is because um, I just it's almost like bites all around my, one side of my face, and I can't seem to clear it up with the ivermectin, and I can't have any surgery until that's cleared up. Um, any suggestions? Yeah, Demodex might, might, has been associated with that uh, papular pustular rosacea. There are many things that are done, including topicals as well as oral medications. And it's one of the, rosacea is a condition, like many dermatologic conditions, where we can't really cure, we often manage. 
And so my best advice is to speak with your dermatologist because often there isn't one best treatment. It may involve a combination of oral and or topical treatments. And that's usually what we recommend to keep things under control um, to help with the rosacea. And also in rosacea, sun does play a huge role in generating inflammation. So again, can't stress enough going back to wearing a sunscreen every day is really, really important. All right, Dr. Liu, I'm going to go through a few texts, maybe a little bit of a fire round, and then we'll go back to the phone lines. Some quick questions I think you could maybe give uh, some hopefully quick answers. One person says, do collagen products really work or are they a waste of money? Um, this is a very interesting and it's a very trending topic. Uh, the short answer is there is some good studies that certain types of hydrogen, hydrolyzed collagen and supplements may help. But the thing is, it's not a substitute for sunscreen, definitely not a substitute for topical retinoids, which is by far the most studied and evidence-backed topical medication to help with acne and photoaging. And with the price that you will have to pay to continue to buy these supplements, I feel like the money is worth spent elsewhere. Okay, great advice from the doc. May from Howard Lake, Minnesota asks this, what can I put on skin to keep it from getting crepe looking? Uh, so unfortunately, that crepey skin is a sign of just chronic sun exposure and damage. A good, again, sunscreen and a moisturizer is really, really important. I get asked all the time by patients as well as on my social media, like, what are, what can I do to make my skin healthier? Remember, you know, all the fancy skincare products, really, you can't get far with those if you don't do the basics, which is cleansing, moisturizing, and photo protection with sunscreen. So a good moisturizer can help significantly by even temporarily improving some of the fine lines and wrinkles and the appearance of aging skin. But the crazy skin really truly involves cosmetic procedures and having a consultation with your dermatologist can determine that's the best procedure um, for your concern. Dr. Lewis, David. So I have a question that came in to me directly. It's about wrinkles. And they want to know if there's anything to do or do they just have to wear a, a, wear a mask to cover it all up. And the question is this, are those expensive serums effective and are they worth the price? And are they better than the much less expensive drugstore products for wrinkles? Yeah, I mean, we could talk about wrinkles for, for hours. The short of the answer is no, you definitely don't have to suffer. There are a lot of things that can be done sunscreen. Topical retinoids are what I recommend. And topical retinoids are great ones over the counter. Um, like retinol from drugstores are really effective. Um, and then ultimately during procedures and, and you know, uh, Botox is one that can really be helpful, but you don't definitely don't need to suffer uh, as far as the price. Now here, it's more about having understanding of the ingredients and looking at least from my perspective as a dermatologist, the science and the clinical trials. Um, but as far as like the retinols, because we have come a long ways and that is one of the most popular ingredients when it comes to improving signs of aging, um, there's a lot of uh, very effective, uh, reasonably repriced products um, of retinoids um, in drugstores that you don't have to really um, kind of uh, wait, uh, spend a huge money on. All right. Gary has been patiently waiting from St. Louis Park. Hi, Gary. Hi. Good morning, everybody. Um, I have a question. Mom has uh, calluses on the bottom of her heel, and I'm wondering two things. What's the best way to remove those, and how can you tell the difference between a callus and potentially maybe it's a wart? 
Ah, very good question, because sometimes we even get tricked. Um, the the warts will often have what we call breakage of your skin line. So, you know, we have prints, we have, you know, our fingerprints, and we also often have prints on our, 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 our heel. And often warts, you see a breakage of that. So those lines will be broken up by the, the lesion. And often there will also be these, what we call thrombosis vessels, the black dots. Those aren't often well visualized. And so in clinic, we have a little magnifying scope with a light that can help us. Um, as far as how to treat, um, it can be tough and often is something that you kind of have to work on long term. My recommendation is, first of all, get, make sure that your shoes is properly fitted because uh, often the calluses can be from friction. Um, calluses also can happen over time from just dry skin. So one of the, my favorite ways that's uh, very easy to do is a, like a soak and smear. So every night, soak your feet in lukewarm water for five to 10 minutes until they're kind of wrinkly, pat it dry while they're still damp. Uh, put on I, one of the uh, readily available creams is urea, 20 to 40%, 20% you can find over the counter. And that urea really helps to draw water to the skin to soften the skin. And over time, that callus, when it becomes softened, is a lot easier to file down or pare down with like a pumice stone. And then you can do that a few times a month and that will help significantly. All right, Dr. Lou, we're going to go through until break here. We have a couple minutes. Let's get through a few of these texts in another bit of a fire round. Sunscreen. Do I need to buy new sunscreen each year? Does it lose effectiveness over time? Yeah, so technically sunscreen lasts three years from the date that we manufactured. Each sunscreen will have an expiration date. Now, you assuming you're putting on the proper amount and assuming that you're using it every day, no sunscreen should last more than a year. So the answer is you don't, you shouldn't need to buy sunscreen because that is telling me that you're not using enough, but always check this, um, the expiration date, never use expired sunscreen. And the other thing is don't pour sunscreen in your car, especially in the summertime, the heat will degrade the sunscreen um, filters. Sunscreen is actually very hard to formulate and that can be unstable in, in certain environments. So don't ever leave your sunscreen in the in the car. Oh, great tip. Good morning. Is there a DIY solution to removing skin tags? Uh, you know, it really depends on the, the shape and the size of the skin tag. But I have told my patients that if they have like really, really small, really flat ones, they could consider... Um, uh, if they're like a very thin base, um, buying like a clean pair of nail clippers or just cleaning them with alcohol beforehand and clipping it that way at home if it's not too uncomfortable. Another uh, trick is if they have one that's um, kind of pedunculated, like kind of uh, raised and uh, but on a thin stock, they can tie like a piece of floss um, or um, thread around the base and tie it tight. That basically will essentially choke out the blood supply to that skin tag. And in a few days, usually the tag will kind of turn kind of pink and crusty and black and then fall off that way. But the easiest is probably coming in to see a dermatologist where we can treat them in clinic. And it's fairly easy because of COVID. Well, every time you subject your you know skin to water and soap, 
you're removing all the important um, parts that you, uh, your skin makes to keep healthy. And when your skin is, um, the ba that barrier is broken down. That is a setup for basically dry skin. Dry skin, when it's drying up, can lead to inflammation. And that is kind of the basis of how eczema occurs. And so using a gentle cleanser can be helpful because in those cleansers, often there are more hydrating ingredients that minimizes the dryness from cleansing. But it's not a replacement for a moisturizer, but better than um, using, like, say, really aggressive soap. All right. We're going to have to go to break. We have a lot of texts uh, still to get to. So when we come back, we will try to get through all of them. You can get in your final call also. 651-989-9226 on this edition of Healthy Matters. Ask the Dermatologist. We could get skin to skin. All right, we are back, and we don't have a lot of time left in this fabulous show. Ask the Dermatologist. Hanman Healthcare's Chief of Dermatology is our guest, Dr. Jenny Liu. And, of course, Dr. David Hilden is here, your host of Healthy Matters. You can follow him on Twitter, at drdavidhilden. And, of course, on Instagram, you can follow Dr. Jenny Liu, derm.com talk. All right, let's get back to the text line. Of course, if you want to call, you can too. 651-989-9226. One person, Dr. Liu, asking about advice for teen skin. Just a good moisturizer, cleanser, and sunscreen. Okay, great advice. All right, Chuck from Maple Grove is on the line. Chuck, if you wouldn't mind keeping your question pretty brief. Yes. Uh, good morning, everyone. Are there therapeutic skin benefits to traditional sauna? Mm. No, not really. I've heard that sweating's good for you, and it's not good. It, it, well, mostly is that you're. Um, it, it feels good, right? And it feels like you're maybe sweating, perspiring, and detoxifying that sense. But when you get out of the sauna, most people don't really apply moisturizer, so essentially you're water, losing water through your skin. So your skin becomes dehydrated and dries out. Uh, so it. It doesn't really give you any therapeutic benefits because the concept of opening up the pores, our pores don't open shut. They're not windows or doors. So really, no. All right. Well, she's, I love it. She's very real. Okay. Uh, is there any product or treatment that fades age spots? Retinoids, I would say. And then alpha hydroxy acids are two and, and sunscreen. Okay. All right. Um, this person is asking about Dupic, Dupic X. I'm not... Uh, D-U-P-I-X-E-N-T, to deal with skin rashes. I don't even know how to oh, pronounce it. Oh, is it Dupixent? Yes, Dupixent? that's right. <laughs> yes, it's, yep, it's, it's an injectable approved for eczema. It does work really well to your dermatologist, and they can discuss with you um, if you're a good candidate. All right, this listener asks, I have many moles for many years on my stomach and back. What internally is causing this? Genetics, your, your genes. <laughs> And, some, and often sun exposure, too, can stimulate a mold from coming on. But often uh, there can – often is a genetic component that plays a strong how, role in that. How do you tell them from a skin cancer? Um, a couple of things. If it's changing really fast, if it looks irregular, like we call the ugly duckling in the sense um, very different from the molds that you make elsewhere on your body. Um, if it's bleeding, tender, sores that don't heal up, often those are signals that we recommend – seeing a dermatologist for, and they can assess further. All right, Dr. Liu, this person says, what is cellulitis? What causes it? Cellulitis is an infection of the skin. There can be many causes, but basically there's a, break, a barrier uh, breakdown of the skin and bacteria gets in. 
And uh, we actually see in people that have lower leg swelling, spaces dermatitis uh, is a common cause of cellulitis of the lower legs. Okay. This listener says, thank you so much for this great show. Is there a connection between psoriasis and stress? Absolutely. You know, stress can induce uh flare many dermatological conditions, including eczema, dandruff, acne, psoriasis, many more. Yes, it's very well documented. This listener says, hi, I love your show. My husband has a spot on his back that his doctor called seborrheic keratosis. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm not sure on pronunciation. Can you please give me more information about this and what to expect in the future? Yep, it's uh, basically a wisdom spot, age spot. We typically start seeing these on individuals starting in their 20s and so on. And it's, again, genetics play a huge role. I have a few on my face. Usually ethnic um, skin tend to have more smaller ones on the face, but they can happen anywhere on the body. They can look sometimes scary um, and come up really fast, but they're not skin cancer, and there's no way we can prevent them from coming on. However, we can definitely treat them in office. Wisdom spots, huh? Is that what we're going to call those? Okay, good. We're going to go with that. (laughs) I love it. All right. This person says, hi, I have a flaky scalp. My dermatologist prescribed keto, I don't even want to, keto something. Yes. About a year ago. I have not noticed any difference. Any suggestions? Yeah, dandruff is hard because, again, it's one of those things where we manage, we don't cure. Uh, keto console shampoo is a good start. Consider a, a try another one. I, my, one, of my, one of my personal favorites is a tar base, so T-gel or T-cell. But really, shampoos themselves, if it's really bad, don't aren't as effective as monotherapy. So seeing a dermatologist where often an anti-inflammatory solution uh, is going to be helpful in addition to using the shampoo. All right, Dr. Liu, our final question. Um, I'm just going to sort of combine some and add my own question here too. Just overall tips on, you know, cleaning the face. And, you know, a lot of times we think drying our face is going to clean it, but natural oils are good too, I've heard. Yeah, cleansing is really important um, because especially if, so when we talk about acne and, and aging, um, things that are land on our face, whether it's makeup or your sunscreen or pollution and dust, if that is not washed off uh, appropriately, that can build up on your skin over time, lead, potentially flare acne, but also that can generate uh, microinflammation that can lead to break down the skin barrier. Um, you don't need to be uh, create suds or feel like your skin is tight to get an effective clean. Uh, to remove those um, things effectively, um, the, the type of cleanser should really be based on your skin type. Um, but the, the, nowadays, um, in the skincare world, there are a lot of great, sophisticated cleansers for various skin type that can uh, that you know we can use to to get the job done. I hope I answered the right. question appropriately. Yeah, great, yeah. great answer. Dr. Jenny Liu, thanks so much for joining us today. A great Ask the Dermatologist segment. And, and wow, Dr. Hilden, lots of questions out there. We didn't even get to all of the texts. I know. Jenny, as always, thank you for coming on because I don't know thank anything you. about this. And you know so much. Thank you so much. If thank you want to so see Dr. Jenny me. Liu, absolutely. You can see her at Hennepin Healthcare. Check her out at hennepinhealthcare.org. Um, Next week, we're going to have an Ask the Sleep Doctor, similar to Ask the Dermatologist. All your questions about sleep will be next week. We're looking forward to that. Right. And as Dr. Lou said, it is Skin Cancer Awareness Month. Go see a doctor. Make it a great week. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 